Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman, joined by my colleague Parker Gabriel out here in Dove Valley, head of the Broncos Week 15 game against the Cardinals. Broncos, Cardinals, snooze fest. Uh, just, what, six wins combined between Barbara. these, ta- these seven, teams. Seven, seven. Seven. Give seven. them their credit. Yeah, Cardinals have four, excuse me. So Cardinals have four wins, Broncos three. Heading to this game, we'll break down all the action, all the angles. Of course, the quarterback angles from both teams, injuries headlining this week. And we will start off the show talking just that. Russell Wilson remains in concussion protocol. Kyler Murray, meanwhile, done for the season with an ACL injury. So it'll be Colt McCoy for the Cardinals and likely Brett Rippon for the Broncos, adding to the barn burner intangible or yeah tangible, if there's right? a if there's a better quarterback matchup in the nfl than cole mccoy and brett Rippon this weekend i'd like to see it yeah i think you know i it'll be interesting to see what happens with russell wilson i mean he you know nathaniel hackett um we're, we're talking on wednesday afternoon nathaniel hackett just told us on the first sort of work day of the week for the broncos that wilson did a little bit of increased physical activity today. That's still relatively early on um, in the protocol. You have to graduate from that to exercise football-specific exercises to non-contact practice to full practice participant. And in order to do that, um, you know, you have to be able to go through each of those steps without sort of aggravating symptoms of a, of a concussion, without light sensitivity or a headache popping up or anything like that. So, you know, we'll see where it falls with Russell Wilson. Nathaniel Hackett really reluctant to, to commit, um, obviously, to him playing. They don't know that he'll, he'll clear the protocol, but also um, reluctant to say that they'd sit him out um, if he clears it. So that's a big decision. I don't – just a guy talking – I don't see a reason for him to play this weekend uh, except for that they probably think they can, you know, roll it up on the Cardinals if they play the way they played against the Chiefs. But that's that's no reason to, you know, put a guy out there if he's not fully recovered. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens on that front. Again, this is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. Don't miss out on all the action. Get in the game with BetSafe Colorado, the newest sports book in Colorado. There's nothing like riding with your favorite team and player all the way to a big win. Get off the sidelines and get in the game with BetSafe Colorado. Visit co.betsafe.com for all their terms and conditions. So back to the programming here. It's likely Brett Rippon and Hackett mentioned, hey, I, I like some of the plays he made, especially on fourth down. He mentioned the touchdown to Judy, which was a nice play, nice read by Rippon. Also some room for improvement in terms of pocket presence, et cetera, even going back to that last start he made against the Jets. And then Jarrett Garantano, he is going to be the backup uh, here, rookie. And, you know, the Broncos' best laid plans, even at third-string QB, right. not going to plan. They're like, hey, don't worry if if uh, Russ goes down and we got Rippin. If, if something happens to Rippin, we got Josh Johnson, proven veteran. I mean, hasn't played a ton, but he's been around. He knows the system. He's been with us since – you know, training camp and beyond. Well, he's now with the 49ers and uh, Jarrett, the rookie coming in and no NFL experience. He might be in the game somehow on Sunday. Yeah, he could. And and Josh Johnson played for the Niners last week a little bit at the end of the game, because even though they were down to their third quarterback, Purdy, they put an absolute demolition on. And then Tom Brady and the boys. Yeah. 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 And then Purdy got hurt and uh, Josh Johnson got some run late in that game. So, 
Josh Johnson is playing due to quarterback injuries, just not in Denver. Kudos to Josh Johnson. The the, the fairy tale storybook tale continues. I think he's I mean, played in games for like ha- almost half the league now. I mean, he's got a lot of jerseys, as he yeah, likes to he say. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. His basement is full of jerseys. So 49ers added to that. Or he was with the 49ers before, I think, in some capacity. Yeah, I don't for, think he ever played, though. So, okay, so, so now he's played for like 14 teams, I think. Heck yeah. Okay, so Josh Johnson, arrow going up. Meanwhile, as you indicated in your stock report, right, Rippin, his arrow going down a little bit after last week. How does he have to improve despite kind of some of the flash plays that he showed? Yeah, not to sound glib, but, I mean, he's got to catch a snap out of the shotgun. You know, they got five yards and a first down. They had 95 to go, right? And it's not like you're sitting there expecting him to pull a Baker Mayfield and, and, and take Denver all the way down the field to win the game. But they started a drive with a nice – you know, five-yard gain, um, and then he fumbled a shotgun snap that that almost you know cost a possession right there on the doorstep of um, of Kansas City's goal line, but but really backed them up and put them in long yardage and all that. Um, for for me, I think you know this this is simple stuff and it goes for any quarterback, but I think you know Rippin's just got to play fast but under control, get the ball out, don't hold it for too long, you know that sort of stuff. The same the same kind of thing that we've seen. Clint Kubiak try to get out of Russell Wilson the last few weeks in terms of being on time with the ball, you know, knowing where you're going to go with it and throw it on time. Like to me, that's the recipe for, for Brett Rippon because if you can do that and you can run the ball a little bit, you know, Arizona's had a rough year. I uh, was watching them on, on the other night, um, you know, before Kyler got hurt, they did not really look like they wanted to be playing in that game. And so this is, this is a gettable game for the Broncos, but if it's Brett Rippon, you just have to not try to, you know, swallow the whole pie all at once. Just take take what the defense gives you, you know, move the ball and, and see what happens. Wow, there. swallow the whole pie. You didn't even have that written down. That was, that no, was I, I, Swallow yeah, the no, whole I, pile no, all at once. It was coming was, up. I was like, I don't know what the metaphor is here, and that's just holiday that, season. I it guess. was beautiful. Okay, so what's going to give here between, as you said, a Cardinals team that really doesn't look like it wants to be playing, just lost their starting quarterback, and a Broncos team that – Hey, despite the loss to KC, despite 14 straight to KC, they did show some fight and didn't roll over after going down 27-0 early, coming back and making it a one-possession game at the end. But something's got to give between this Broncos offense, still last in the league at 14.9 points per game, and these Cardinals defense also last in the league, 26.8 points per game. Now their rushing uh, defense is a lot better, but their secondary is pretty bad and I think Jerry, Judy, and co. have to take advantage of that. Yeah, it's funny, Kyle. I mean, it just – there's been a lot – Denver's had a lot of problems this year, and 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 some of them obviously are, are self-inflicted. There's more than enough room for criticism of the way that the coaching staff has handled this year and the way that they handled the transition on offense and the way Russell's played and all of that. But, like, I think you can also safely say that this team hasn't caught a break. And it's case in point this week, right? I mean, you're going into a – coming out of that Kansas City game, um, the way that they played from whatever three minutes before halftime on, um, it's it would have the makings of thinking that they could go, you know, score a lot of points and 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 put together one good outing, even if it's the only good one of the year against Arizona. Uh, and they've got a secondary that's ripe for the picking and all of that. And instead, Russell Wilson's in the concussion protocol, and Cortland Sutton and Kendall Hinton are the latest receivers dealing with hamstring injuries, and the list just sort of goes on and on. So. Um, you know, you would think that no matter who plays quarterback for Denver, that there will be opportunities. Um, but obviously the expectations, even with 
the struggle that we've seen at times from Russell Wilson this year, the, the expectations are are different if Brett Reppin plays than if, than if Russell plays. And this is the first Orange podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado, previewing Week 15 Broncos 3-10 and 10, hosting the Cardinals 4-9. and nine. And I mentioned something's got to give. Also in the red zone, too, the Broncos 30th in the league with a 44% conversion rate on offense and the Cardinals 31st next to last on defense in terms of red zone defense, giving up a touchdown 67% of the time. So see if the Broncos, even if it is with Brett Rippin at the helm, can start converting in the red zone here against Arizona on Sunday. Again, this is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. Everyone has a pregame superstition or a pregame ritual. Let BetSafe Colorado be yours. BetSafe Colorado is the newest sportsbook in Colorado and the exclusive club for passionate gamers and bettors across the state. Download the app to start playing today and visit co.betsafe.com. So moving on here and some good news. Let's, you know, let's sprinkle some light good on news. this podcast. Randy Gregory is his practice clock is starting today. That is Wednesday out here in Dove Valley. And Nathaniel Hackett, who is usually very uh, mincy with his words about injury, was like, "Oh, I expect him to play. I hope he, I hope him to play." No, I don't. He didn't say I expect. I hope he plays. Yeah. So I hope to yeah. see him out there. But still, that was basically be- being like, "I expect him to play." So I'm kind of reading between the lines there because between how I, Nathaniel usually talks about injuries to this, it was a marked shift. Are the Broncos maybe trying to poke Randy Gregory to get him out there? Um, and he's obviously been sidelined since week four with that knee injury. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, with with Randy, it's been I don't know that it's been like set, you know, setbacks or anything like that. But some not all rehabilitations are just a linear path upward from the time you have surgery to when you return to the field. Right. And, you know, I think he's he's had good days and bad days, obviously. Um, it's been a long time now since week four, as you said, Kyle. So, yeah, I think. You know, I, the only other option basically is to shut him down for the season. And so uh, put, putting the return to play clock on Randy Gregory, clearly um, they want to see him back out there a little bit at the end of the season. You know, the worst case scenario obviously is a, a re-injury situation. But I think in the best case, you get a couple games out of him. I mean, it doesn't really matter if he goes out there and gets five sacks over the last four games or if he just kind of gets his feet back under him. If you get him over that hurdle – of playing late in the season, he goes into the offseason feeling good. Uh, maybe that helps you, you know, get off to a good start next year. And meanwhile, Jacob Martin, his season is done for the year with a knee injury. He's going on IR, Hackett announced today. And then earlier this week, Mike Boone also going on IR, ankle injury, second time for him. And that'll be season ending for Boone. So just breaks keep going against the Broncos' way, especially on offense in the backfield at receiver. Uh, up front we'll see if they get Dalton Reisner back at left guard this weekend after a strange carousel last weekend Uh, Luke Wattenberg pretty much dominated to open the game so they swapped him out uh, multiple other guys one of whom's no no longer on the team yeah Natane Moody yes uh, claimed off of or signed off of Denver's practice squad to Oakland it seems like this and is Quinn the, Bailey, who has most yeah. a lot of play tackle, right? Played a lot of tackle. The, I, I didn't understand it. The three guys who played left guard for the Broncos on Sunday are Luke Wattenberg, who's played almost exclusively center so far this season, um, and has been the backup, and then was not the number two option when Lloyd Cushenberry went down. It was Graham Glasgow. So you got a center by trade, a tackle by trade in Quinn Bailey, 
um, who hasn't played any guard this year. And then Natain Muti, who'd been on the practice squad all season. That was the final time he could get called up. So that's sort of the, the, the line of demarcation where, like, he'd been called up for the third time. Denver would have had to sign him to the 53 in order for him to play again this year. Uh, Vegas swoops in, signs him to their active roster. So they lose Muti. Um, yeah, and if Reisner, you know, can't play this week, I think he's going to be limited in practice today, so that's probably a good sign for him. Um, but then they've sort of got a, a choice of two not great options, um, you know, in terms of two guys that just aren't really guards um, to play that spot if he can't go. First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado, co.betsafe.com. And kind of bad news right up front if you're having all these sort of question marks and of course it's been this way all year when you're going against uh the cardinals front which is really the strength of that porous defense of course headlined by jj watt yeah yeah he's having a nice year actually i mean it, six you know, and a half sacks yep yeah and he's been he's he's gotten healthy and he's, he's played disruptive ball and all that so yeah i mean this all all of this like seemingly everything on this beat in particular this year um, it sort of winds back to Russell Wilson, right? I mean, h- how do you feel about they were just starting to get a little bit of continuity on the offensive line and play okay uh, when then Reisner was hurt. They had to work through their options at, 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 at left guard last week. And, that you know, they got 11 hits on the quarterback. Uh, Kansas City had 11 hits on the quarterback. Six think, sacks. Yeah, six sacks, 10 hits on Russell, one on Brett Rippon that forced the interception at the end of the game. So, like, are you – you know, seven days after suffering a concussion, being knocked unconscious on the field, uh, are you going to put Russell back out there when he's been sacked 43 times this year um, and hit almost 100 times over the course of the season? It just when, by the way, uh, for the first time we've recorded all season, the Broncos are officially elim- eliminated from the playoffs. Right? Yeah, so. yeah. It all and and that's where Nathaniel Hackett said if he clears the protocol, it'll be a conversation with Russell and an organizational decision. That's the term that he made about whether Russell will play or not. And I, I just I, – I'll be a little bit surprised if the organizational decision is to throw him right back out there. But, Kyle, I'm, you know, been surprised plenty of times on this beat already. First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. We are close the show with some predictions. Broncos 3-10 and 10 this year. And I'm 11-2, and two, but I, this one's a risky one. You know, this one could go either way. Parker, I'm going to put you on the spot first before I come in. Do it. Yeah, I well, – it's, it's tough. I mean it, – What's the, the line? I think the Broncos are favored by a couple two points. Two and a half points. Right? Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, we check BetSafe Colorado. Yeah. Um, the I, – I don't know. I mean, it's a tough one to call without knowing Russell Wilson's status. I just – at the end of the day, I, I guess I, I can say I will be surprised if he plays. That's just my own opinion. Um, as much as – the indicators seem to point in in Denver's direction in terms of they're still playing hard. Arizona didn't really look like it. You know, they're also down their quarterback. They've got nothing to play for this year. Um, I think they actually benefit from having a bad record in terms of their first-round draft pick. Um, they, they didn't trade that away, I don't think, for yeah. for Kyler Murray or Colt McCoy. <laughs> for, yeah, Colt McCoy, that would be interesting. Uh, I just – I don't know, Kyle. I have a hard time picking the Broncos. I, I hem and haw a little bit. This is the week that my, my pick in the paper on, on Sunday may end up being different than what I say now. But um, I don't know. I just I don't think I can pick Denver having seen what we've seen for the last five weeks. So give me Arizona in, as you so eloquently put at the beginning of the podcast, a snooze fest. 
Okay, you're taking the Cardinals. I'm also taking the Cardinals. I'm just going to pick against the Broncos until the season is over. Because, like, <laughs> you just said, believe it when you see it. And I've seen it in, like, a couple fleeting flashes. And, yes, last week was one of those fleeting flashes coming back when the Chiefs kind of took their foot off the gas and outlawed Josie Jewell, a couple picks. PS2, nice pick. Get him back in the game. Defense, they've got the capability to come out and set the tone against the Cardinals. But something can go wrong it will go wrong i think that'll be the case this sunday i got the cardinals winning score subject to change in the sunday paper by one point right now i'll go 14 13 another heartbreaker that leaves hackett searching for words at the postgame podium if it's 14 13 and the game it lasts like two hours and 50 minutes that's that's fine that'll be ideal uh 205 p.m kick from power field at mile high Stay tuned to DenverPost.com slash Broncos throughout the rest of the week for game statuses, including, of course, Russell Wilson's status heading into Sunday. This has been the First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. Kyle Noon alongside Parker Gabriel. Until next time, folks, take it easy.